Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a great summer. It's friggin' hot here where I am in Arizona. It's uh, it's tough, man. I'm not gonna lie. Doing these outside jobs, I, I I'm almost done with my paver job. I've been working on this paver job for like a year and change, year and a half. I think I'm coming up on, man. It's I'm almost I'm almost there. And then the bathroom broke. So the life of a dad, right? Always fixing something, man. But that's okay because the only thing I you know I can't control that stuff. I can't control what breaks. I can't control what happens. The only thing I can control is my response to them and how I handle that is up to me. And that's kind of what I want to talk about because that's been on my brain a little bit here because we have been dealing with some stuff with one of my daughters who who doesn't like um, doctors really in general. It seems like anymore. And it's it's always kind of been a thing for shots. She doesn't like shots, and so she's since she was a little bitty thing, she cried and was afraid of them and, and never could handle them well. Uh, but recently, it's kind of become it's kind of gone past. I don't like them, and I'm crying, and this is scary. To like irrational panic, freak out in the office kind of thing. We're like. I don't get embarrassed, but I mean, it is legitimately embarrassing and I don't know how to do, you know, like I'm not showing her that I'm embarrassed, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've never seen such an irrational freak out before. Like it's, it's nuts. And then we've had it a couple other times. And the one that really has pushed me over the edge was that today we went to a vet. We took our, our puppy to the vet. And I asked my daughter to, hey, you know, you want to be a vet. This is a good time to talk to the vet, ask some questions, learn a little bit about the job, what what you think about it. Let's just start with something small, like something for your dog, right? Like what what is something that you should learn about your dog? We we came to a, a, a question that she would ask. Uh, she did good. She talked to the, the vet once or twice. And then I was like, okay, now ask your question. And then she looked at me and her eyes just got like, dinner plates right the huge eyes and she she panicked and she she wouldn't talk in her normal voice she was whispering to me from across the room i was like i can't hear you you can't whisper like and and our vet she's not intimidating at all she's this sweet little bubbly thing very sweet there's zero intimidation factor at all but the panic and the fear just i mean paralyzed my daughter she could not ask the question of the vet like she loves her dog she wants to get good at it but i mean fear paralyzed her and so we're kind of noticing this thing where where fear is is bleeding over into different areas and that's of course you know the one thing i didn't want for my kids because in my life i let fear dictate way too many of my decisions there were so many things that i wanted to do in life i never did them because of fear either fear of failure fear of judgment you know like stupid fears not like fear i might die not like legitimate fears but irrational fears and i didn't want my kids 
to live life in fear. I didn't want fear dictating their decisions. And so I've always tried to push them past fear. Like you, you got to do these things. And, and I'm trying to implement some practices, you know, like focusing on breath. My daughters don't believe me that breathing helps with anything, but I, I keep telling them, just trust me. Because what it is, it's not necessarily the breathing, even though the breathing actually does help with it. It's the focus. It's focusing on something other than what's going to happen, like a shot in the arm. So you focus on your breath. You take deep breath, breaths in, deep breaths out. But then when it comes time to execute that and focus on the breathing, it's, it all just goes straight out the window, full panic, full freak out. The brain shuts off. It's fight or flight. Man, it's crazy. And so I've just been thinking about it. So one, you know what? If there's anybody out here listening to this and you're like, you know what? Like, I understand we went through this and this is how we came about it. Please let me know. Uh, or if you have a resource or a book or somebody, a podcast, something, please let me know. I would love to listen to it. I'd love to hear about it. It's something I'm learning. I don't know how to deal with her fear and how to overcome it because it seems like the way that I overcome my fear which is typically just brute force, suck it up and do it. And it sucks, you know, doesn't seem to work for her. And so I don't have the tools to help her with her fear. So if you have something, please reach out. Let me know. I would love, I would love uh, any references to, to look up. But the one thing that I have been thinking about in response to this is what is the one thing we can control? So sorry, kiddo, you can't control everything in life. You can't control that you have to get shots. Like we, we believe the vaccines are good. So you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to get a shot and you got to go to school. You got to have shots to go to school. There's a lot of these things that you have to do. You're uh, one of the doctors is her dentist. Like there's some things wrong with her teeth. It's affecting her speech, which when you affect her speech, they're learning phonics, so it's suspect, uh, affecting her spelling and her classwork. So there's these things that have to be done. Like, I'm sorry, but this going to the dentist is something that has to be done. Like, I can't just let that go. It would be negligent of me as a parent to just let your palate be mismatched and out, out of size and have you have a speech impediment for the rest of your life. Okay, like, this, this has to be done. We have to do it. And so we can't control that, especially at age seven, right? She can't control almost anything in her life. Like she's not there yet. There's small things that she can control, but but really her parents are controlling all of all of the major factors, right? What she eats, what she does, what her schedule is like. You know, she gets to pick her clothes, but that's, you know, that's something, but it's not a lot, you know, so I, she's... She's not in total control of her life like you and I are. And so, you know, I would say even a lot of us dads, we feel like we're not in control of our lives. And the reality is, is we're not because crap happens all the time to everybody, right? It's a big old world. We can't control everything. The only thing that we can control, though, is ourself. That's, the, that's literally the only thing in the world we actually can control. So we, we can't control what happens like a worldwide pandemic pointed that out man where we thought we were in control of our lives and all of a sudden whoop sorry no you're not so then what are you left with the only thing you're left with is yourself and so my thought is that if you can control your response then you can control any situation because the response is everything it it's really about 
nature is swirling around us. People are making independent decisions around us. They're all interconnected. It's just kind of a, a buzz of independent decisions and chaotic factors from nature that, that are outside of all of our control. The only thing that we can do is when we enter into a situation, we can control how we respond to it. So we can choose not to respond to something. We can choose to respond to something. We can choose to get angry at something. We can choose to be happy about something. These are all our responses to these things. And we are able to control those. Now, there is like an emotional response. So our emotions respond faster than our our brain does or or our cognitive side does. And so we'll hear something and boom, have an emotional response to it. That's okay. The problem is, is that if we let our emotions control then everything if our emotion says i'm angry about this and we don't do anything other than be angry because our emotion said so then we're we're going to run into problems we need to say oh i'm angry about this and then our brain needs to kick in and say why am i angry about this why do i care about this why is this impacting me can i have any impact on the situation you know and then we got to start asking these why questions so that we can control our response to it because if we just blurted out in a rage, we're going to make the situation worse. And so sometimes we need to think about these things. And if we are angry, we need to respond in a control, calm, control way. Otherwise, everything gets gets out of hand. Or if we're happy, right, same thing. We still have to think these things through and how we respond so that we're not conveying it, amidst, conveying a, or conveying incorrectly a message that we don't want to. Like, there's so many times where people think we're being negative when we're responding, when it's just that we didn't think a word choice through or that we thought we were jealous or they were being petty. But really, it's just we didn't think at all before we said it. We were just caught up in what we did. We were, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. That's great. Or, or whatever. So I think there's so much to what we, how we respond I think that is the key to it. And, and I, there's so many things that we can't control. It's really everything we can't control. The only thing we can control is ourselves. And so if we can figure out how to do that, and the, the best way, so if, the, if there was a tool to take away from this, the best thing that I have found is our breath. When something sucks really bad, I can control my breath. I can always control my breathing. And so I'll focus on deep breathing, deep in, deep out, all the way through. And that gives me back my sense of control because I can control something. I can control myself. And then I'm able to respond to the thing that sucks, right? So like I've had to have like outpatient foot surgery type of a thing. And there's always something hurting because your foot is like one of those things that you're using all the time. And when it would hurt, you would just have to stop and breathe and figure out and then think, how am I going to handle this? How am I going to go about doing this so that it doesn't hurt all the time or so that I don't lash out at everybody around me because I'm in pain, right? I can, I'm controlling my response to the pain from that outpatient surgery. So that's kind of my pragmatic approach to it is, is start with your breath. That's the one thing that you can absolutely control. And if you can control your breath, then you can control your diet. If you can control your breath, then you can control your anger. If you can control your breath, you get the picture, right? So that's something that I think we need to make sure that we're modeling for our kids is that the we can't control the world. We can only control our response to it. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know.
I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.